0: Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show, brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Well, happy Monday to you, ladies. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day and, as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas a success. Now, I trust that you all had a fantastic weekend and you're ready to be productive for the new week. I'm excited to present to you our theme for the month of March, which is making money online. I am going to share with you methods and techniques and what others are using to make money on the internet. And of course, this has a lot to do with your business because I don't know anyone in business today that isn't really trying to work hard at marketing their business online. As a matter of fact, The statistics have really reversed. It used to be, of course, where there was more marketing on television, radio, uh, more marketing in the newspapers and in magazines. And, of course, what's going on now as we are shifting and really getting into this 21st century now, right, it's only like we've been in it for, what, 20 years But we're getting into it now, and we are really making the internet what it was supposed to be all along. Um, We are going to be living even more in a paperless society, and we're gonna we're gonna notice a lot of things changing, especially since now, since since the year two thousand, we have really um, moved into a whole new generation because. The children that were born in 2000 are now somewhere between 20 and 21 years old. And so now we have a society of adults, right, a society of adults that are really used to using technology. I mean, it's really interesting. I see babies now instead of a rattle in their hands, I'm seeing them with their mommy's uh, smartphone pressing buttons as early as three months old. So, again, we are living in a very technological society, and it's only going to get more advanced as we move forward. So pay attention because things are getting ready to shift and change again. So this month is definitely all about making money online And if you have an existing business, don't worry, because a lot of this is going to pertain to you and how you are marketing online right now. And so I'm very, very excited to be presenting this to you. We've done some research. We've updated some things. And so we're going to be talking all this month about You know, exactly what does it mean to make money online, what are the tools necessary to make money online. We're going to be talking about how does social media play a role in all of this. We're going to be talking about advertisements online and uh, why it is that you can't really do without advertisement these days and what do you need to do. We're going to talk about Google Analytics because a lot of people stray away from a lot of tech words, but, of course, analytics is very, very important. We're also going to talk about something that's really been around. Uh, since the very beginning of the Internet, and that is keywords. We're going to talk about keywords and how important that is. We're going to talk about Google and how Google is the master of it all as far as anything that you want, information, and how you put it out there and how they are in you. So we're going to talk about all of those things this month in the month of March. And so, again, we have five weeks now during the month of March, so what is important is that you go ahead now and mark your calendar for every Monday at 12 noon Eastern time because I am going to try my very best to make this into modules to where you will be able to really get a lot of value uh, out of Successful Woman Radio this month, right? And so instead of me doing like a whole webinar on this, I'm going to be breaking things down for you and really sharing with you some very good information. So it's important that you go ahead and prep yourself this month to have a notepad that's specifically for making money online. Um, And also, I'm going to be having a note section just for this month's show so that I will be able to share the resources that I'm talking about as well. So very, very excited that you are all here with us today. Uh, This is a really good time for you to share Successful Woman Radio with others that you know need to be listening to the show, uh, bringing them into a positive environment, right? And so if you have a pen in hand, write this number down so that you can go ahead and flash over on another line and either call someone, text someone, or uh, message someone on social media. So again, the show dial-in number is three four seven six three seven two five eight nine. Again, the show dial-in is three four seven six three seven two five eight nine. If you'd like to listen to the show live, then you can do that using our Blog Talk platform, and you can go to the URL blogtalkradio.com forward slash. Successful Woman Radio, spelled all together. Again, let me repeat that. If you'd like to listen to the show live online, you can do that right over your smart devices. Then you can go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Successful Woman Radio, spelled all together. Okay? And so, again, these are ways that you will be able to listen to the show. And as always, we are syndicating the show, and so we are broadcasted across multiple platforms, including – Apple Podcasts, including Stitcher if you're using Android, and several other areas. So again, we want to make sure that everybody listening to the show knows that we're going to be talking about updated information on making money online and want to make sure that you have that information. Now, before we get started with all of that, of course, We are going to be sharing with you um, the five questions of business leadership, which is so very, very important. And I hope that many of you who are listeners uh, of the show, that you have been writing down the five questions of business leadership because they don't change. But, But what will happen is that your answers will change as you grow your business, as you ask yourself these questions and and the answers you come up with will change. You will begin to implement new systems and strategies based on your answers, and that's why these five questions are so very, very important. So let's go ahead and get started with question number one. Have I prepared my mindset for greatness? Again, have I prepared my mindset for greatness. What beliefs and habits do you need to support your vision and your goals? I am convinced more than ever that preparing your mindset for greatness is something that has to happen every day. As a matter of fact, Sometimes you may have to do it two or three times a day to create that protective force field around yourself, to keep yourself in a positive environment, to, to create positive energy, and to make sure that you are maintaining your power, your control at all times that allow you to make the right kind of decisions for your wealth, for your life, or your health, right? And you need to take a look at morning personal development while you're looking at preparing your mind for greatness, right? Right. Um, You want to ask yourself, what are my goals for this month? And once you know what those goals are, you know, are there any areas in personal development that I really need to polish up on, that I need to learn in order to help me to accomplish these goals for the month? And that is how you stay focused on personal development and what what should you focus on with that, right? And then, of course, another idea for really preparing your mind for greatness is create affirmations that are customized and personal to you. Remember, we can get encouraged, inspired, and listen to audios, look at quotes, read books, magazine articles. We can get inspired by a lot of people, and so should we, right? However, when it comes to you tapping into your own personal power, there is nothing like you creating your own affirmations, right? And I want you to take a, a closer look at that if you haven't started doing that already. Here's number two. Are my beliefs in alignment with my vision and goals? Again, are my beliefs in alignment with my vision and my goals? You know, last month we talked about loving yourself and loving your business, and we, we went over what that really means. And for those of you that are new to the show, um, first I want to welcome you, but definitely you can go and listen to the broad previous broadcast of the show for last month. And you can listen to what we define loving yourself and loving your business as, how do you start doing it more. So definitely you want to look at that, right? But one of the things that we talked about was making sure that your beliefs are in alignment. And beliefs are so very, very important. Why? Because they drive us. They they are the motivating factors that drive us to do what we do. Beliefs are formed from habits. And habits are basically repeated opinions, repeated thoughts, repeated actions that are done over and over to the point to where our subconscious mind is recording it and takes it as something that is very important to us. So it stores it and allows it to function without us having to actually think about it again, right? And, you know, an example of that might be brushing your teeth. You don't have to look at directions for how to brush your teeth. Uh, Driving your car from the grocery store back home, you really are not Uh, having to think, okay, what do I do next? Uh, What street do I turn on next? No, your your memory has automated the process, which is absolutely phenomenal that we have that kind of computer-generated system locked into our brains that it works that way, right? So what you need to understand is asking yourself this question, something that you can do in a brisk moment. You really need to get in your quiet space and really sit down and take a look at your vision, take a look at your goals, and what it is that you really want, both from a financial perspective, both from a, a joy perspective, uh, and both from a, a personal perspective, on, on your personal life altogether, right? And so you need to be looking at what is it that you believe, and sometimes and I know this to be true, because I had to do it for myself. I not only had to ask myself what I believed, but in many in many ways I didn't know what I believed because I had never looked at what I thought about money, what I thought about um being successful, what I thought about being a millionaire. I didn't I, I, I really had never asked myself those questions, but when I did ask myself those questions and I was willing to be authentic and truthful with myself, I was very surprised at some of my answers, and those answers helped me to make swift and immediate changes in my life, right? Now, keep in mind that you can't just say, well, these are the beliefs that I really need to have to be successful and not take action to them. Because remember, beliefs are repeated actions, thoughts, opinions, right? So you have to, you have to think on, on them enough times, you have to take action enough times, in order for your subconscious mind to write over a false belief that you have about that same thing. So that's important for you to know and understand, right? But asking yourself this question really will give you some aha moments because you may not know this, but when you line up your beliefs with what it is that you want out of life and you know for sure that those beliefs are supporting that, you're going to automatically see changes. Success becomes automated as well. So that's very important for you. Here's number three. What do I want to have accomplished by this Friday? I think it's important at the top of every week. And most of the time, that represents Sunday as the beginning of our weeks. And so our weeks run normally from Sunday through Saturday, right? But in the business world, it kind of runs from Monday through Friday. So you kind of want to ask yourself, What is it that you want to have done and and accomplished by that Friday? And what I find out all too often with a lot of us, and, and, you know, and I include myself because I'm a businesswoman as well, but what I find all too often is that sometimes we do well, with accomplishing our goals and reminding ourselves of what we want. And sometimes we we stay focused, right? And we're really proud of ourselves for that. And then sometimes we, we don't stay focused. And by the time Friday gets here, we really haven't made any money in our businesses like we wanted to, or we haven't followed up with prospects, or we haven't did certain things that should have been done within the week, right? And the only way to really, really correct that, and I want you guys to really take notes on this because – this is very, very key. The only way to really correct that of going Friday after Friday and not really seeing goals accomplished by the end of the week is that you've got to go back to your vision and ask yourself the question, what is it that I want to experience this year or for the rest of this year, okay? And that's key because when you're in business, you can't piecemeal you can't piecemeal your, um, your goals. You can't piecemeal things. You have to be very structured and very systematic about what it is that you're doing. So when you ask yourself, you know, what is it that I see myself experiencing? What do I want to experience for the rest of this year? You have to then actually back up to where you are now. And what you need to do is List out what you want to experience, okay? Now, you can have more than one large experience. You consider them as kind of like master goals, right? But they are considered uh, what we call a vision. But when you hear people talk about master goals and vision, it's kind of one and the same. So you you might want to look at that. And then you might list three to five master goals or visions down that, hey, I want to actually this happening in my life and in my business this year. So once you write those down, what you need to know and understand, right, is you've got to follow the system, the hierarchy of goal setting. And I talk about this all too often. What's the hierarchy of goal setting? It's once you have identified your vision, then for each vision, for each experience, for each master goal, all one and the same, that you want to experience, you have to then follow up with goals that are going to support whatever that experience is, right? Very, very key. Once you list out those goals, then you are going to list out the tasks. That's the actual to-do items. Now we're drilling down. You have to then list out the tasks that support each of the goals. And so, yes, it's a process. But once you get used to it, once you understand how to master the hierarchy of goal setting, you become the queen of goals and you become very knowledgeable and crafted in how to get things done more efficiently, right? So, again, the hierarchy of the whole system, right, of, of seeing things happen and moving in your company, the whole hierarchy is first you list vision, Okay, don't forget you can have a multiple visions because you are the creator. Then once you list your visions, then you list the goals or goals to support each of those visions, and under goals, you list tasks to support each of the goals that you have listed, right? And then from the tasks, now we're really drilling down because this is the nitty-gritty of where most women have an issue is right in the task because you have some decisions to make when you write your task down. You can either delegate your task or you can do the task yourself. And then sometimes each task might present a challenge, meaning the task can't be completed because something Is not in place for it to be completed, right? Sometimes the challenge is money. Sometimes there's things that we have to do, tasks that need to be implemented, but we need a certain amount of money to pay to get it done, or we need a certain amount of money to make it happen, right? And so we have to wait and save up that money or figure out workarounds to make it happen. So the one thing I want you to understand as we quickly talk about accomplishing things is that if you have a task that it needs to needs to be worked on. it has challenges. Before you can actually put it in your calendar and schedule it or delegate it, To someone, you really, really do have to go ahead and work out the solution for that task because all putting it in your calendar is going to do is causing you to push it from week to week to week, which then causes procrastination and a trickle down effect of dysfunction. So that is not what you want, right? And so that's very, very key. So as you look at what you have to accomplish by Friday, you see those goals are actually attached, right, to the overall. Experience that you're trying to have for the year. So once you, so so you've got to get in your quiet space and you've got to ask yourself, hey, what do I want to experience for the rest of this year? Once you list those experiences for yourself, now you're writing down the goals, then the tasks to support goals. Now you can break down and prioritize the goals and the tasks that go along with them by quarter. And once you have them by quarter. Then you can further drill down and prioritize the quarter by month and the month by week. Now you know what you should be doing weekly, and then you can schedule out what needs to happen daily in order for you to accomplish that particular goal. So you can see how it's all interrelated, and you can see why sometimes you can't get goals accomplished because you're not clear on really what it is that you want throughout the year, what, what you're trying to accomplish for the year. And so this is why, again, and, and for those of you that are long-time listeners, you might have an aha moment right here. This is why normally in the July-August timeframe, I automatically start talking about developing your business strategy for the following year right, so that you won't be behind, so that you won't get to January, you haven't did a strategy, you haven't asked yourself what it is that I want to experience, so therefore you start your year off with a lack of clarity. And that's not what I want for anyone. But of course, we, can't, we cannot focus on what we haven't done. We can only focus on what we can do right, and what's working. And so, therefore, if you didn't do your strategy, hey, that's just water under the bridge. We got to now move on, and you got to look at what it is that you want to experience from this point forward, and you got to correct your mistakes as a CEO of not having properly planned your business. So I just wanted to give you that and of course I'm talking about number three of the five questions of business leadership. What do I have what do I want to have accomplished by this Friday, right? And I'm trying to show you how it's really all interrelated to your vision and your goals that you should have already set up for yourself for the year. But if you haven't, I just quickly told you how you can back up Schedule some quiet time for yourself and go ahead and get it done. Here's number four. How can I be an asset to my business? Now, you know, this question really means a lot to me, and I have really began to work on my answers and really dig deep within myself about this question Here's some things that you can think about as you as you're answering that question. Am I being an ambassador for my business? I mean come on, let 's think about it truthfully. How many people did you tell about your business last week? How did you perform as an ambassador? for your company? Did you do any Facebook lives? Did you write any blog articles to show your expertise? Did you invite anybody over social media to have a connection call with you so that you could both share what you do? Exactly how many people did you connect with where you were able to be the ambassador for your company? Aha, you're probably saying that's what that means. Yes, because you're responsible for being the ambassador of your business. Here's another question that will help you to answer this. Am I seeking out new collaborations, right? Am I seeking out new collaborations? So very, very important. For example, if if I make chocolates or if I make uh, uh, natural body soaps, right, well, I might want to find out and do some research of, Who's making gift baskets in the area or or talk to a gift basket company or a corporate basket company or corporate gift company to see if they may not be able to either purchase the soaps or the chocolates from me wholesale and include them in their baskets or their corporate gifts considered a collaboration, or what if I am, okay, I'm a motivational speaker, and I decide that, hey, I think I want to do a course on a particular thing. Who is it that I know that is already an expert in a particular field that I might can um, co-join together and collaborate with where we can do a course together, and each of us will be able to profit from the course itself? Um, that is called a collaboration. So it's time for you to start looking at how you can collaborate. And remember, when you are looking for people to collaborate with, it really first starts with a relationship because a level of trust has to be built before you can actually start collaborating, right? And so this is why it's so key for you to learn how to become that asset that your business needs. Here's another question. Am I leading my power team? You know, many of you that are listening probably still have not caught on to the concept of a power team yet. But power teams are extremely effective. So what's a power team? Again, a power team is a group of individuals that you have assembled You have vetted them. You have researched them. You have checked out their references, looked at their work, and you have really first set yourself down and said, who do I need to be on my power team in order to shorten my learning curve and make things happen fast? I can't be the jack of all trades. I can't always do everything myself. So, therefore, I need a power team of individuals that are available and can do the task when I need them. But when I don't need them, they're good helping everybody, helping other people because most people on your power team will be contractors and they will have their own business, right? And so, again, you need a power team. If any of you are planning to to rev it up, to scale your business, to have a six-figure business, this year, you will not be able to scale and do that without the assistance of a power team. Now, that word power team is just for you, right? It is for you to really take a look at and to really examine what are the different areas in your business that you really could turn over to someone else or when you need to get help from someone else? And some of the more common uh, types of roles on a pirate team would be what a graphic designer, a copywriter, or someone who writes uh, really good articles, um, a person who can help you with your social media and create social media schedules. And the one thing that you need to understand and know and you can use a virtual assistant for five or six hours a week <clears throat> and get a lot of stuff done uh, at a very reasonable cost. and we're gonna we're gonna get into all of that this month, by the way, as we talk about making money online. So, again, as you look at how you're going to be an asset to your business, I really want you to delve deep on that, and I really want you to ask yourself, are you being the right type of CEO for your business? Are you being the right type of ambassador? Now, one easy way to really look and get deep into how CEOs think is to look at the cable channel Bloomberg, okay? You can go online and pull up Bloomberg Television and then look at their schedule because they always interview different CEOs on Bloomberg. And when you look at the interviews, what, you, what you, I want you to look at is how are those CEOs answering the questions that are being asked of them? When they ask when they ask them how is the company doing overall, the CEOs are not going to say, "Well, I tell you, I really don't know because I've been real busy being the laborer in my business." You know, I've been um, uh, I've been making this or doing this or or servicing this, and and the person would be looking at them really oddly because she knows the interviewer knows. So I hear what you're saying, and that sounds good, but can you tell me about your third quarter earnings? Can you tell me about what the company vision is for the next year? Can you, can you tell me um, how the company is performing compared to its competitors? They want to hear all of that, right? They don't want to hear that the CEO is in a labor role. And so just because the company is large and making millions or billions, It doesn't mean that we can't learn from them on a smaller scale and be able to apply many of those principles in our business to to grow. I had a client who made me feel so good recently because I am helping her to structure her business better and to work out her workflows. And the one thing that we've been working together now for about six months, and the one thing that she called me recently and said was that Trina, I cannot believe that I'm bringing in more money, and I can't believe that I was allowing myself, stunting my growth as the CEO by keeping myself in the labor role like that. She says, I have so, I have so many aha moments, and I see what you're saying. So now that my business is structured, my mindset is on other things other than all of the labor things, and she has learned even when you don't have money, how to still come up with solutions that can still help you to stay in the CEO role. So, again, being that asset for your business, I can't talk about it enough. And I myself am now digging deep and asking myself these questions and really improving some structure within my own company and becoming the ambassador that I need to be. Last but not least in the five questions of business leadership is, Am I investing in myself and my business? Now, there are three core areas that I want you to take a look at as you're asking yourself this question. I want you to take a look at health and wellness because, really, we are doing a disservice to ourselves when we are not taking a look at our health, when we are not doing the things that we need to be doing for ourselves to be healthy people, right? And so, um, it's a shame to be trying to make money but then not live long enough to enjoy the money or... Or not be able to enjoy the money, even on the short term, because you're sick all the time or because you don't have the energy. And so um, there's so many examples out there, so many examples out there of people that are sick and can't enjoy their money or somebody won the lottery and they've lost all their money because they, they didn't really understand personal development and what it was that they needed. You know, it, it, we hear these stories all of the time, right? And so it's very, very key for you to realize that this question also is very pivotal in your success, health and wellness. What are you doing to get yourself healthier? Are you exercising? Are you practicing breathing exercises? Are you drinking more water? Are you eating less? Um, less carbs that are not good for you and putting in more carbs that are going to give you more, uh, a better form of energy? Are you trimming the fat that you intake into your, into your system? Personal development and coaching, right? You know, one of the biggest surprises that most people have when they coach with me is that they didn't realize that a coach could help them so much, they didn't realize that they could actually have somebody that holds their hand and shows them, shows them practices and principles that can push them along a lot faster. And that's what coaches is, coaching is all about. And I like to tell people all the time, my whole goal and responsibility is to show you how to be more self-directed, how to tap into your own personal power and move faster how to truly be that CEO, right? And so you don't have to be perfect coming to me. You just have to be willing to admit you're not perfect. You don't know everything you need to know so that you can open up the portal of learning, right? And then last but not least, as you look at investing in yourself and business, ladies, you got to have a marketing budget. There's no such thing these days as going around thinking that you can um, use only the organic system to marketing your business. So I want you to take a look at all of these questions, five questions of business leadership. I'm hoping that you've had some aha moments as I dig deep in these questions and share it with you what they mean. Ask them as often as you need to for yourself, okay? Well, that's covered that section before we move on into making money online. I really want to welcome all of you. We have a packed show. I'm very excited that you are here with us. And for those of you that are new to the show, just want to quickly share what we're all about. We're about providing you, the businesswoman, with a positive environment where you can be motivated, encouraged, and inspired to create a successful life generating the income that you desire. So again, make sure you mark your calendar for every single Monday, rain, snow, or shine, holiday or not, I'm going to be right here for you every Monday at 12 noon Eastern time, and then I want to empower you with information that you will be able to put to use right away in your business. Very, very important. Again, if you'd like to listen to previous shows, we all last month we did the theme, Loving Yourself, Loving Your Business. We really dug deep into what believing in yourself really meant. Then you need to visit SuccessfulWomanRadio.com. That's a shortcut that will take you to the very page on our website at Women About Biz where you will see the blog talk player and be able to listen to previous shows. Now, you can also listen to previous broadcasts if you have an iPhone. Just go to your uh, Apple Podcasts and search Successful Woman Radio, three separate words, and it'll pull right up. Mark it as your favorite, and you'll have the show right at your fingertips. If you're an Android user, then look up the app Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, download it if you don't already have it, search for Successful Woman Radio, three separate words, and, of course, you will also have it right there at your fingertips. So there you have it, three ways that you can listen to the Successful Woman radio show, right? I don't want to forget to remind all of you that this is first quarter where we are now in the month of March, right? And there are a lot of things that you can do to make it happen. There are a lot, of, uh, a lot of ideas that you can implement to still make and generate some income this quarter. And so it's time for you to kind of evaluate where you have been in January, what you have done and what you haven't done, so that you can quickly improve on some things, right? So here are some things that you want to look at. You want to look at the sales generated. You want to look at your lead system, right? This is all a part of your marketing strategy. How are you bringing in leads, right, for your business? Because without people who are interested in what you have to offer, you can't close a sale, right? And so you want to look at your lead system and how you're using that, and that's going to be very, very important. And you also want to look at how you are utilizing your time management to make the best of the time that is that is coming your way, right? You want to look at how you're using your Google Calendar. You want to uh, look at how you're scheduling your task and how you're delegating your task, right? And if you have a delegation system in place, all of these are things you should be evaluating so that you can quickly that you can quickly gear yourself up to make some money for March of this year, okay? So don't forget, this is evaluation time, and you really want to be asking yourself, you know, what kind of money have I brought in thus far? What do I need to improve on? And uh, I will keep reminding you guys throughout the rest of this month as we are approaching the new quarter, uh, it's time for you to start setting your goals and looking at what you want to have happen the new quarter. So I'll be reminding you of that as well. It is 1237 after the hour, and I want to go ahead and I want to get to making money online. And what does that actually mean, right? Uh, What does making money online mean, and how do you get involved with it, and how can it benefit you? Well, first of all, let me just say this. If you have a business, most of us are really Uh, now marketing our businesses online and trying to make money that is stemming from people learning about who we are and what we do online. And the five questions of business leadership can't be more relevant to this topic of making money online, because if you are asking yourself those questions and improving it on those answers and and implementing some of the answers uh, and things coming out of the answers that you have, then you are really going to have some aha moments as we talk about making money online. So let's go ahead and get with the basics of the Internet and how it is helping us and why making money online is such a broad topic, but why it is a very, very important topic that we need to be paying close attention to. Okay? So first of all, what you need to understand is that no one is really marketing effectively offline as much as they are marketing online right now. That's very, very key. And so what's going on in the online world is that the statistics are amazing. The number of people marketing online and using online techniques to push their business out there in the world has switched around, and instead of it being uh, 30%, forty uh, percent of the of the marketing is being done online. Seventy percent of marketing from all small businesses is now being done online. Thirty percent is be, still being done um, on you know using other traditional types of marketing such as radio shows, um, uh, magazines, um, you know, and different television advertisements that type of thing. But for the most part. Most small businesses, 70% of their marketing is being done online. And so how do you begin to make money online? How do you begin to look at what are some of the things that are important to making money online? Well, first, let's just start with uh, keywords, because I want you to understand and I want you to learn about that. Because the first thing you have to do is to become knowledgeable in search engine optimization. Okay, you have to really know what that means. Why? Because everything that is sold online and marketed online has to do with the search engine. And I can't talk about that enough and tell you that in order for you to have your aha moment about making money online and understanding how others are making money online, you do have to have a thorough knowledge of Making Money Online, and one of the websites that I want to recommend to you, okay, for really, really learning how to make money online is called Moz, dot okay, Moz, mozcom zcom Moz is all about search engine optimization, and they have some great articles and some free search engine optimization tools that you can actually use. But I definitely want you to read a lot of their articles because um, they have they have really spelled it out for you to help you to understand what SEO really means, okay? Uh, now, again, you're going to hear those terms, search engine optimization. You're going to hear those words, SEO, that acronym, which, again, stands for search engine optimization. Now, why is it so important because it's the process of improving the quality and quantity of website traffic, right, to your web page. Because you're going to have all kinds of people. You're, you don't know all the places that your website comes up in, right? It could be somebody looking for something else, but your website comes up in it probably because it's not optimized in the way that it should be. So the key is, is for you to understand how search engine optimization actually works. So the first thing that helps you to understand search engine optimization is going to be keywords, okay? Keywords or keyword phrases, okay? Now, how do you use keywords and how do you use keyword phrases? What are they and why is it so important? Well, all keywords are is the exact subject that you might be talking about on your website or what your website is all about, right? And so it's important for you to know what keywords are relevant to what you do and what keywords people are actually searching for in the search engines when they look for your type of service or product. And so oftentimes, most small business owners aren't realizing this they aren't realizing that, hey, wait a minute, I haven't structured my website right. I'm I'm not even mentioning the keywords uh, of what my business is all about in the title of my domain, you know? And so keywords are very, very important. Why? It's because when you are utilizing the right keywords, then search engine optimization starts working on your behalf. Now, how do you use the right keywords what do you do with keywords okay so the first thing that you need to do and that is very very important is that you need to have a brain dump you need to ask yourself a question what keywords or keyword phrases would people be putting into google to look for me what are they you need to you need to know what that is right and the first thing you need to do is to look for a single word or, or at, at a max one to three words of what people would possibly be using for your business type or for whatever it is that you're trying to market. It could be a product, it could be an e-report, a book, or what have you, but what keywords are they putting in there, right? Now, to help you along with that, I still want you to do your brainstorming. I still want you to figure that out. I still want you to Um, to make a a list of keywords or keyword phrases that people would put in the Internet to look at how to find your particular service or your particular business, okay? Now, once you do that, you take each of those words, and then you start entering them in one by one in Google to see what is coming up, okay? Okay. You want to see what's coming up. You also want to pay attention also to the advertisements, the Google ad words that are coming up as well. When those keywords are entered. Why? It's because when they place their ads in Google, they told Google when these keywords are entered in, this is when, when I want to pull my, my ads come up to come up, right? And so you want to pay attention to that as well. And you want to dive deep. You want to click on the first five to ten websites, you want to look at who they are. You want to look at how their keywords are coming up uh, on each of the pages. You want to look at how they are formatting their articles. You want to look at all of that. Why because they're coming up in the first one through ten searches. That means that they are highly optimized. And in order for you to compete and be highly optimized, you've got to pattern your website, your article, your structure. you got to pattern it after them right, in order to compete. So you want to take a look at them. Now, one way to speed up the process and to better understand keywords is to also utilize a keyword tool. And I'm pulling up the tool that I use. It's called Jaxi. Okay, again, Jaxi, Jaxi Jaxi.com, And this is a keyword that I use. Let me make sure I have it spelled right. Um, because it's spelled a little bit differently, I want to make sure that I have spelled it right for you guys, okay? And I'll have it written down in my resources um notes on the Successful Woman radio page later today because I want to make sure that I am giving you guys good information, not only verbally, but that you can um, click on some links of different things that I actually m- mentioned to you. And so, again, I'm, I'm looking that up. And so, again, you want to look at keyword tools that are able to, um, to really help you. Why? Um, Because when you put the keywords into keyword tools, then what it actually does is that it's going to help you um, to not only look at the keywords you need to use, it's going to tell you the keywords that are the best keywords. It's going to tell you the keywords that you should be using because not as many people are using them, and it gives you the opportunity to be uh, on the first page of the search when people are actually looking for it. And so, again, um, that is so very, very important. I want to spell JAXY for you. It's J-A-A-X-Y. Again, J-A-A-X-Y, and that's what JAXY is. Um, it, it is a keyword tool, and it's not very expensive, but it's definitely something that you want to take a look at, okay? And I've been using Jaxi now for about 10 years, and it has really helped me to optimize certain pages that I have, the one thing about keyword phrases and keyword optimization that you're going to learn is that it really teaches you how to better structure and write your articles and write the descriptions to your products and your services. And so, again, if you're talking about making money online, and what we're doing is, is really using today's show to set up the foundation for helping you to understand other principles and techniques that – to, that will allow you to make money on, not online, and so we're starting with the basics. So I've explained to you what search engine optimization is and why it's so important. And one of the key components of search engine optimization is keywords. Okay, and again, keywords are are words and phrases that make it possible for people to find your website or find your web page or your sales page. Okay they are able to find it. And so that's very, very important. And so, again, one of the things that I find um, very interesting is that a lot of people's websites are not being found from some very simplistic things that are just not being done, such as, number one, you really don't have the meta keyword description written out for your website. Now, here's why meta keywords are so very important or the meta description is so very important. You know when people put in keywords and they go into uh, Google and they put in the keyword and your website comes up? If you will notice, there is a description there under your name if you have a meta description, okay? There is a description there. So, for example, if I pull up Women About Biz, the description says, Women About Biz is a women's business network that is designed to provide business startups, coaching for women, marketing, and small business courses. So it's giving them a meta description of what I do, right? Can I, be, can I improve on that? I think I can, right? But at least there is a meta description, and so you definitely need to know about that. The other thing that is important, now that you understand what search engine optimization is, and now that you understand what keywords and keyword phrases are, let me just tell you the rule of thumb with keywords and keyword phrases, okay? So, for example, if you have a website and your services page, you're listing all of your services on the page. You might think that all of the services being on the page, hey, people can see these services, but actually you're doing yourself a disservice if they can't click on each service and have, and that service has its own page. You guys understand what I'm saying? So when, if you are a service-oriented business, you've got to have a page that serves as the description page for each of your services in order for the search engine to properly index what it is that you do. And I notice this time and time again, I see a lot of people, they just put and list out all of their services on one page. They don't have, it's, and it's nothing wrong with listing out your services on one page and kind of like having, right, like a master service page. But then when you are interested in a particular product or service, you can click on it and it takes takes you to its own individual page. So that's the first mistake that a lot of small business owners are making, and you can go to website after website and see the same mistake-making they don't make. They don't have a meta description which describes what the website is supposed to be about, right, which then the search engine can't even um, scour your website and really figure out what you do, which is why sometimes people are misindexed. Right, that means that the search engine has you under something that you don't even do. This is very key. I'll never forget when Women About Biz was literally, and this is this was a very big learning um, for me. I remember that Women About Biz kept being indexed under porno sites. Uh, You know, when people were, I guess people who were looking for porno sites, um, Women About Biz was being pulled up, and I was like, what the heck is this? Why am I getting all of this? scam and spam messages um, and comments on my blog filters. This is a problem. And then on top of all of that, Women About Biz had to shut down twice in the early years of its, of its existence on the Internet because people w- were trying to use it illegally for that purpose of, of, of porno and other stuff, okay, because of the word women, Right? And so I had to really work hard with an expert to help me to understand search engine optimization and to really go back and to optimize my pages and look at how I was pushing information out. So that's why I'm able to tell you, You really do have to make sure that you are being properly indexed, and it all starts with your keyword functionality. It starts with you having the right keywords, the right meta description, and the right keyword phrases. So now that you understand that, and now that you understand that you can't just have a product page that lists all your products and and the price by them, but not have a single page representing each product, okay? And if you um, really want to get a good idea of how keyword and keyword optimization really works, then go to some of the larger company websites. Go to, if you're a product business, go to some of the product-oriented websites. Like, go to Macy's.com. Go to Amazon.com. Look at, okay, yeah, Amazon is a good one. Amazon is a very, very good website to pay attention and look at how it is structured, right? Because you can go into Amazon and you can actually enter in their search bar, you can enter in a particular topic, right? So for example, I can go in and enter in uh, small business, and and it will give me a breakdown. What what type of small business are you looking looking at? You're looking for books, you're looking for cards, you're looking for supplies. What are you looking for? Okay, you see how they're asking you break it down because we still don't know what you want. But then when I look at and put in, for example, small business marketing. Okay, it says now you're giving us something that we can work with because you're telling us what you're interested in learning about small business, and so guess what? It's going to give us pictures of all of the books that, that fall up under marketing. But then when I click on each of the book pictures, right, now I am seeing a page that is dedicated just to that particular book. And that's a good use and a good example of how your website should be structured when you're talking about products or services. And the same thing goes for various services. Go to a service-oriented company that's a large company and pay attention to how they have their service pages structured, and that's going to give you a really good idea of how your pages should be structured as well, okay? And the one thing that you need to understand and know that I have learned is that not all web designers, as a matter of fact, the majority of web designers don't really know about search engine optimization and keyword optimization. They don't know. They're just following your suit, and, and, and they're asking you for the content because they are creative. Most web designers are creatives, right? They're artists. And so they are looking at how the, beautiful the website looks, and they want to uh, awe and ooh you about, the flashes or the flashing pictures on your website. They want to argue about the colors and the layout and the structure of your website, but they are less concerned with search engine optimization. They're less concerned with keyword optimization, right? And so this is why it's so important that you understand it for yourself so that when someone designs a website for you or when they look at doing different things on your website that you are knowledgeable to go and take a look at your page and pull it up and say, hey, I just, I just pulled my site up on Google. It doesn't have a meta description. It's not even telling what my site is about. And again, that's very, very important. Okay? So now you understand meta meta descriptions are vital for websites because it's going to tell the search engine spider exactly who you are and what you do. And now you know that keywords and keyword optimization is vital for you on your website in order for the spiders to properly index each page and know exactly who you are and what's going on. So now that you know that, let's drill down a little bit more because if you have a service or if you have a product, sometimes it's just not enough to have that product and to have keywords about that particular product with its own page. You need to um, boost it and you need to do certain things to really get the search engine to pay attention to you. So that's where you come in with, with articles, right? Articles that are then using keywords optimized keywords to describe the product and talk about the use of the product and why it's so important that they buy the product from you. That's why it is so important to have a blog or articles that are very, very related to each of your services, to each of your products. Why? It's because then the search engine is going to say, now, I know that this, um, this web page is all about providing, for example, um, Uh, website design, for example. It's all about providing website design. But now here I see 10 articles on website design and how to uh, design a website and links going out to give people resources. So, So this is a very valuable website. You see what I'm saying? So I'm trying to give you guys some aha moments for you to understand that keywords are very, very vital. And I've drilled down a little bit for you to understand all about keywords, Okay. So now what I want to do for your homework, that's right, I'm giving you guys some homework, is I want you to look up Google Analytics, okay? I want you guys to look up Google Analytics and exactly what does it mean and how you can use it for your website. Now, that's your homework, and I'm going to talk about Google Analytics, I'm going to talk about how you can create your Google small business account, and I'm going to tell you some little tips and secrets to start getting your website and your pages recognized faster, okay? So definitely mark your calendar for the next Monday at 12 noon Eastern when I come back to talk all about making money online. I want you guys to have a productive week. I want you to take note on the things that we have talked about, evaluate your business. You can still make money this quarter. Make sure you're looking at the five questions of leadership, right, for your business. And by all means, know what it is that you want to accomplish by Friday. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.